0: Ollie arrived at the scene in about half an hour after the detective had called him. And he wasn't quite sure what he was doing there. So he went up to the detective when he got there and said, hey, Phil, what's uh, what's going on? And Phil, is Philomena, she was the detective at the department. Ollie, thank you for coming. something fishy here, Ellie. I was hoping you could help me sniff it out." I said, okay. I can open a shut case. It's not every case that you found you know, the perp's wallet. That's just it. When we came in to this crime, well first let me back up a sec it's a a burglary somebody broke into these people's house and they broke into their safe and there they took from there they took diamonds rubies, gold, and cash also a watch overall about $45,000 worth of stuff it's a big theft. But when we came in, we found, like you said, we found the wallet. We found fingerprints matching the wallet. We found some hair that matches the person in the wallet, too. Um, there's some boot prints of the right size for the person in the wallet. I So yeah, that's exactly what I mean. I mean, like, one of the one of the sergeants, or uh, one of the patrolmen rather, briefed me on the way and What's what's the problem? Why don't you just go arrest the person whose wallet is? I said, because something's fishy about it. Here, here's the wallet. I looked at the wallet. And there was some driver's license in there and some credit cards and things like that. All tied back to a man named Cyrus Gold. Who lived there in town. And they had a library card and some credit cards and a gym membership card, things like that, normal wallet stuff. I said, okay, so what's what's the problem? It's too much, Ollie. I've been a detective for five years now, and before that I worked a lot of crime scenes. And you just don't, it's just never this easy, Ollie. I said, yeah, okay, what do you mean? I said, look, we've got evidence just over and over and over the place. There's fingerprints everywhere. There's the wallet. There's the, the hair. Uh, there's some some other samples around. It's too much, Ollie. It's too much. I don't believe it. I think it's staged, Ollie. I said, oh. I said, yeah. Because usually when you get to a crime scene, you find, you know, if you're lucky, two or three pieces of evidence all point to the same person. And that might get you a clue, but here it's just, it's overwhelming. Nobody could possibly be so, so, so stupid to leave this many things pointing back to them at the scene of a crime. Nobody's that stupid and also able to crack a safe. I said, "Huh, I see what you mean." Well, let's pretend then that all these pieces of evidence—what if they weren't ID? What if they were just something you found here?" Say, "Well, I guess I would start by running prints." I said, "Great, let's say let's do that." So they did. They dusted a lot of the stuff that they'd found for prints. They sent it in. The database people were not very busy that day, so it came back about five minutes later. I said, okay, what do they say? They well, so Cyrus Gold matches some of the fingerprints on the wallet and the cards and stuff, um, and there's no fingerprints matching between the wallet and the other evidence and the house itself there are fingerprints around but here's the thing there are some fingerprint matches between fingerprints on the wallet and on a couple of the cards with some fingerprints here around the outside of the burglary but that's all there is in common there's none of Cyrus Gold's fingerprints around the crime scene Oh so something definitely weird is going on. so I did a little bit of research. He got out his phone and searched some databases that he used sometimes, including one of them, where he found some information about the Cyrus gold he's a low level thug, a mob enforcer, but not like a trusted mob enforcer, just like a hired set of muscles low level thug. Nobody cared much one way or the other about this person. You know, they had a small crappy apartment on the east side of the city. They were. Ugh, oh, excuse me. You know, they had a library card. Well, that was legit. So I went and paid this Cyrus Gold a visit. Came to the address. Knocked on the door. And a clean shaven but kind of disheveled looking guy opened the door. And I said, Are you Cyrus Gold? He said, I am, yes. What's um what's going on? To what do I have the honor? I said, Well, Cyrus, I wanted to know where you were last night. It had been a crime and you're implicated. I said, oh, not again. No, I was I was out last night. I was at I was out at the local bar all night long. Anybody that can tell you. I was there the whole night long. I said, alright. Cyrus, do you know anybody that might want to do you harm? Said, oh <sighs> Plenty of people. Let's see. It's Jimmy the Red, Sammy the Fish. Shayna, the shark. Two dice, Tony. Three dice, Teresa. And Michael, two sheds, Johnson. With my line of work, he makes some enemies. I don't like it, but I'm not that good at anything else. I said, well, can these people at this bar confirm that you were there? Yeah, they should be able to. I mean, I showed up there for dinner and ended up staying until about 2 a.m. Why? What happened? I said Cyrus, "Where's your wallet?" I said, oh, I think I left it at the bar last night. I meant to call. I should call. I said Cyrus, <clears throat> "Was any of your enemies there last night?" I said, yeah, Jaina the shark was there. We had some words, but then all at once she just kind of left. I don't know why. Normally she kind of hassles me all night long when we get together, but she just bolted. I don't know. I didn't think much about it. I was there with my, you know, my real friends. I said, okay, so this is Jaina the Shark. What can you tell me about Jaina the Shark? Said, well, she's a... Um, She's a sneak thief, you know? She can climb in the things. She can pick locks and open safes, things like that. She's real clever. I wish I got along with her because she's a formidable woman. I wouldn't mind it if we were friends. But for some reason, she doesn't like me. I don't know why. So where would I find her? What's her real name? Oh, her real name, shoot, I do know this. Hold on a second, Archer. Jaina is her real name. I don't know where she lives, but she hangs around this area. She works for she's a uh, you know she's a she's out for hire. You know, people will call her up for jobs that involves sneaking into places. Well, I said, all right. So I did some digging around about this Jaina the Shark, and eventually found. A house listed under her name. So I we went to the house, and it wasn't far away. All I scoped around the house. It's a two-story house, like two, maybe three, maybe even four bedrooms. It was a little hard to tell from the outside. And there, there was a lady inside watching TV, just hanging out, eating a pizza. So I had to think think (sighs) and then he noticed something and he decided to try the direct approach so he got a webcam put it on his forehead he knocked on the door nobody answered he knocked on the door again and he said hold on I'll be there then came to the door, a tall, dark-haired lady. I said, yes, how can I help you? I'm busy right now. I said, hi, ma'am, are you Jaina? I, I am, who are you? I said, my name's Ollie the Octopus. I'm a private eye. I said, oh, I don't have any time for no private eyes. You got the wrong address, I don't know who you are. Started to close of the door and Ollie put up arm in the way. I said, Jane of the Shark. She said, oh, what do you know? I said, I know that you've got a conflict. I said, oh, that guy, man, I didn't, I ain't got nothing to do with him. I said, well, that may be, but your watch tells a different story. And she covered up her watch with her hand. Said, I don't know what you're talking about. You need to go away. Oh, they said, I know exactly what I'm talking about because that watch you're wearing matches exactly the watch that was stolen last night. She said, I... You ain't no cop. You got no badge. You best get on out of here, before something happens to you." I said, all right. But don't say I didn't give you a chance to do this easy way. That's so all I left. But as soon as he got off the property, he called the detective. And He said, hey, Philomena, I got the perp. It's Jane of the Shark. Forget about that other guy. Forget about Cyrus Gold. It's Jane of the Shark you want. Here's the address, but you better hurry. Cause I have a feeling she's about to... Oh, nope, she's on the run. Uh, follow my signal. Because Jane of the Shark got into a car around the back. I well, he scampered and got there before she pulled away. And cling- grabbed onto the bumper. He's pretty sure that she didn't notice. Well, I left his phone on so the GPS tracker would be uh, going. He started, you know, texting them directions where she was going. She was moving fast, but not crazy fast. She was headed for the highway, Ollie realized. But when she got to the highway, she got an unpleasant surprise. Because they were waiting for her. Ollie had told them that's where they were going. They had the whole highway blockaded. She tried to turn around. More cops. Finally, she got out of her car and tried to run. It was an empty shopping center, but I was too fast for her. Got her on the ankles, and down she went. Soon there were cops everywhere. She said, you can't prove nothing. You can't prove nothing. You can prove everything about Cyrus Gold. You can can prove nothing about me. I said, I think we can prove some things about you. Poor old Cyrus Gold. He might not be a gem, but This crime has your fingerprints all over it. That was the case of Ollie and the preponderance of evidence.